This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama State Bar is being accused of violating its own standards and engaging in aggressive silencing of that fact. This whole story is now coming out after a lawyer filed a lawsuit against the former executive director of the ABA, which is Philip McCallum. The lawsuit was reported on earlier this week. It's from Catherine Church. She claims that then-executive director McCallum forced Church to do personal tasks for him despite her position on the bar. Other violations of the ABS and Anne McCollum have been covered in detail by Lanyap reporter Robert Holbert. Holbert recently spoke with 1819's political editor Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. You know, I asked them weeks ago to give me a comment on this. They said they would, and then they they just clammed up. So, you know, you have all these attorneys, theoretically, they know the law, um, running a program over there, and uh, they don't want to talk about what's going on. In the meantime, a former employee filed a lawsuit against the bar and McCallum. Basically, uh, so she kind of shed some light on some things that was going that was going on there. Him treating her like a personal servant, as she wrote in the, in the lawsuit, uh, sending her out to get his laundry, doing things like that, personal things that uh, it's a no-no for state agencies. You can't treat a state agency like you can treat your private law firm. Um, so you've got a state employee that was sent to do personal things for this uh, for the director is what she's alleging. But also one of the things that was brought up in her lawsuit that was pretty interesting was that there was something called a two-year bump going on at the at the state bar. And what they were doing is jacking up people's uh their their salaries the last two years of their of their cycle of their career before they retired, which in turn would increase their uh, their retirement from the RSA and artificially what they call that spiking is what it's called. And um, RSA says if that kind of thing was going on, that would not have been uh, allowable. So on top of that, you've got this group of attorneys doing you know, doing that and, and violating the RSA's rules. Um, so the, it's it's really pretty interesting, uh, at least to, to us it is. But it's not interesting to anybody else in the state, apparently. Now 1819 reporters have reached out to the attorneys in the know about this 2020 case with McCallum, as well as the Alabama State Bar and the Alabama Bar Association. These attorneys did not want to go on the record and told 1819 reporters that they will be targeted if they talk. They say there is an enemies list within the ASB. One of three abortion clinics in the state of Alabama now has its doors open for women's health care minus the abortions. The West Alabama Women's Center in Tuscaloosa has regrouped following the U.S. Supreme Court decision that allowed for the enforcement of Alabama's abortion ban. Director Robin Marty spoke with ABC 3340 News. We were able to reopen on Monday as a reproductive health center that is providing prenatal care, um, contraceptive care, HIV care, and um, basically any sort of annual exams or other reproductive health service a person might need besides abortion. Before the abortion ban in the state, this clinic had the highest volume of abortions being performed in Alabama. A motorcycle chase with police 
in Cleburne County ends with the seizure of drugs. The incident happened in the Fruithurst area. 44-year-old Jonathan Lee is now facing charges of possession of meth as well as a stolen firearm. Police say that an attempt to pull over Lee's motorcycle began a chase that involved getting Heflin police involved as well as the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency. More details in Butler County revealed the identity of the person accused of running over and killing the wife of a Greenville police officer. Court filings have listed 41-year-old Latanya Owens of Greenville as the murder suspect in this case. The victim is Christiana Mosley. She's a wife of a police lieutenant. The incident happened on July 9th on the outskirts of Greenville. The two women got into a heated argument when the one ran over the other. Deck repairs are underway for the USS Alabama in Mobile. The World War II warship has not had this type of renovation since it was deployed. The deck is considered to be the equivalent of a roof on a house, so it's very vital in protecting all the exhibits below. There are five stages for the deck replacement project. It will cost about $8.5 million. Repairs are set to be completed by 2024. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news... Data from the U.S. Department of Defense is showing that over 260,000 U.S. military members could be potentially dismissed by the U.S. Department of Defense if they don't quickly complete their COVID-19 vaccination process or obtain some sort of exemption from getting the shot. The numbers can be found on the Department of Defense website. It shows that 268,858 military members are only partially vaccinated. That would make up 13% of the 2.1 million U.S. military members out there. Earlier this week, the U.S. Army was the first to crack down further on those who have failed to get the COVID-19 vaccine by the June 30th deadline. They did so by announcing that they will refuse to issue pay or benefits for any National Guardsman who does not comply with the mandate. They even threatened future dismissal. Other branches are expected to follow suit. Attorney Mike Berry is with First Liberty, and he represents some service members who are seeking a religious exemption from the COVID-19 shot. Berry told Breitbart News that if these service members who are partially vaccinated or not at all, are dismissed from the military, that this type of loss of numbers would devastate the military. He says it would be just about as many troops who died in combat in World War II. In Ohio, a district court judge has granted a temporary injunction regarding the Air Force COVID-19 vaccine mandate for all of the military members in that branch who are seeking a religious exemption. Judge Matthew McFarland issued the injunction for the next 14 days to allow the federal government to respond and explain why the court should not grant a class-wide preliminary injunction to the Air Force and Space Force. Under this current injunction, no punishment or disciplinary action can be taken against those who have submitted a religious exemption request, even those within the Air Force Reserve. The attorney for the Air Force clients, Davis Younts, says that military officials have been engaged in a pattern of denying religious accommodation requests within the military. A morning consult and Politico poll shows that the majority of Americans believe that Donald Trump should run again for president in 2024 rather than Joe Biden. 35% of those polled say Trump should definitely run again. Only 25% said the same for Joe. In a rematch between Trump and Biden, Trump has a 15-point favored lead. This comes after a New York Times poll released earlier this week shows a 33% approval rating for Biden as president. Another former president took issue with questions about Joe Biden's health and mental capacity. Barack Obama sent a letter to his own White House physician, Ronnie Jackson, to rebuke him for the comments that Jackson made about Biden's crazy statements and mental gaffes during the 2020 presidential campaign. 
Those comments came after Jackson left his position as the presidential physician where he served during the Obama and Trump administration. He's currently a member of Congress. Jackson wrote in his recent memoir about the email that came from Obama that blasted him for criticizing Biden. Obama called it a cheap shot and told Jackson that he was actually being disrespectful to him, Obama, and those within his administration. Actor Kevin Spacey was in court in London this week for the second time since he was charged with sexual assault in that country. 62-year-old Spacey is being charged by four other men for his sexually aggressive behavior while in Great Britain in 2005 and then 2013 as the artistic director of the Old Vic Theater. Spacey's list of male accusers has now reached 30 from either here in the U.S. or other countries. The charges range from non-consensual groping to attempted rape of a minor. The first accusations came against Spacey in 2017, resulting in him being dropped from his role on House of Cards. Since then, more men and one woman of various ages, including underage, have come forward with accusations against Spacey. His trial in the UK is set to start in June of 2023. And this is breaking news coming in related to former President Donald Trump. His former wife, Ivana Trump, has now died at the age of 73. Reports are that she died from cardiac arrest. Ivana Trump is the mother of Donald Trump's three oldest children, Donald Trump Jr., Eric, and Ivanka. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.